the bots have gotten a hold of us, man. That's all I have to say because there can't be that many people that are interested. No, no. Well, thank you for making us feel good, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, it's a uh, machine-generated anomaly. <laughs> It's mathematically impossible for that many humans to want to listen to this show. Hey, Scott, it's been great having you. Uh, talk to you next year. <laughs> Woo! Right. Show omission. Maybe they're playing it as like punishment in like a uh, Guatemalan prison. You know, this is what South Korea is pumping or, over the border into North Korea. Yeah, right? Guantanamo. That they're playing this around the clock in Guantanamo. Psyops. We're, yeah, the favorite yeah. of psyops officers everywhere. No, no, I'll talk. I'll talk. I swear to God, I'll talk. <laughs> No, no more, more just no more of that uh, racing giraffes and business suits episode. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it. They all crashed yesterday. Concerning the mundane, weird, and maybe even sometimes dramatic happenings of a simple fantasy baseball league. This podcast captures the thoughts and musings of Greg, Joe, Jack, and Tim, four of the ten owners in the league. This is episode 35 entitled, The Midball Wizard. Well, hello, fellas. It's good to see you, Greg. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Joe, how are, how's it going? I am doing fabulous. You got rid of the disembodied head look and are now back mm-hmm. to normal lighting and normal clothing color. Last last week, I felt like my head was disembodied. It was all stuffed up, but I'm better now. That night will do it for you. He's wearing a blaze of orange <laughs> right. so we can spot him, you know. My Chiefs shirt. Oh, it's KC. Uh, oh, there you go. Did we explore? I think we might have mentioned it in joking, but I would really like to interview one of Joe's neighbors. I'd like to be one of Joe's neighbors on, on air. Just get a sense of what it's like to live next door to Joe. We have to try uh, to make they, that happen. They would say we're very quiet people. Of course they would. They're fearing for their lives. They don't want to cross you. They would say, oh, no, it's great to live with Joe. And then up to their cameras, they would hold a note that said, please save me. <laughs> They're all suffering from Stockholm Syndrome. Well, on to a uh, little less scary things. Let's run through the scores real quick. Reed Metal it just continues to just roll, beating the street people uh, pretty handily. This this game wasn't close, not a lot of drama. Omission Commission took down St. Locash, delivering St. Locash its first loss for the year. 
I'm bummed out, but I still believe in that team. I think St. Low Cash is going to be there in the end. And, of course, Omission Commission trucking along. They've got one loss, doing really well. In the Huntington game of the week, we had Philadelphia Experiment 2 and Mr. Blonde's Heroes. And, Greg, you win the Huntington ribbon for the lowest score and the loss uh, for the week. Uh-huh. Who, who is that one of our new sponsors? The Huntington. Huntington. Huntington? <laughs> isn't, that your, isn't that your GM? Oh, yeah, Neil Huntington. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. He's trying well, to. I didn't, well, he's not my GM. He's the Pirates GM. <laughs> yeah, I'm my GM. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he, Huntington's making great moves. Did you see their, the Pirates' latest move, the wise decision? No. What, what was that? They're latest? bringing Jung Ho Gung back. He finally got a work visa. He's been stuck in Korea for two years because of his third DUI and fleeing the scene. Yeah. Now he's gotten a U.S. work visa, and they're bringing him back. They they announced that like they traded for Mike Trout. You know? He had a nice oh, pitching great. performance today. Uh, we did. The real Pirates are pleasantly surprising me. I'll enjoy it for what it is, you know. But even if they exceed expectations and they're in a position to maintain a lead or vie for a wild card, uh, you know, they're they're not going to do anything to put themselves over the top. They're absolutely not going to. Now, what they will do is they'll let Jung Ho, they'll start to market him and uh, and create a narrative where he's the midseason trade that we didn't need to make because we already had him under contract, you know, and it's like, oh, great, Jung Ho is going to come in and play second for us. You know, it's fantastic. Wow. A lot, I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, man. Jack and I's game this Sunday was interesting. It was fairly close coming into today. And I've been checking the score throughout the day. And it's it's as if, in a fantasy sense, we had a rain out. <laughs> I, I, neither of our yep. scores have moved uh, significantly at all. I mean, we have both creeped up kind of incrementally and equally uh, <laughs> to have two very unimpressive scores. And Swagger's not here. Yeah, Swag's not here. I heard that uh, his brother gave him an ultimatum. That it was either us in the podcast or his family. So we'll see if he ever comes back. Right? Maybe mm. we should send the cops, do a welfare check. Maybe we should. We're your family too, Jack. That's right, Jack. Come back to us, buddy. Yes. I'm surprised Greg is not bashing him for his commitment. No, I don't do that. But I already, uh, <laughs> he knows how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> I know how uncommitted I am. So for me to do that would be, uh, be wrong. All right. 47 Ronin off the schneid gets a win. And evens their record back to 2-2. Two to two. Uh, They beat the Funk and Punks. Friday night, the Punks were ahead, but 47 Ronin charged back and had a great weekend. I'm super happy for the win. The Dreamers beat Lethal Injection, beat the Champs. Uh, margin of victory was pretty significant. This game was over, I think, almost before it started. So it's looking pretty good right now for a few teams, and, and some other teams are really scuffling pretty hard. So we got Reardon Metal moves to the only undefeated team in the Griffey division. So they take the lead there. St. Locash still with the loss retains first place in the Bonds division. Mr. Blonde's Heroes sinks to one and three and the Funk and Punk sink to oh and four. And then the Dreamers winning, they move to three and one. 47 Ronas in second place at two and two and Bad Street moves to oh and four. So again, not a lot going on in the standings either, even though early on pretty close to how we called it. Right, gentlemen? Pretty close. I'm not the worst. Uh, Everyone was so sure I was going to be the worst, and I'm not the worst. So fuck everybody. (laughs) There are two worse. Yeah, right. So fuck all of you. (laughs) That's what I say. I'm I'm personally quite annoyed that uh, the emission commission is hanging so close. They're looking good. Don't worry, Joe. Maybe maybe he can throw a few uh, few hexes his way and slow his team down. Yeah, we'll see how he starts out. When do you play him? 
uh, haven't looked that far ahead yet. I think you should put your uh, psychological warfare warfare into effect and direct it towards a mission commission, Joe. Clearly, they don't know enough just to stay clear of you as a weapon <laughs> machine. So I think the gloves should come off, buddy. I'm uh, I mean, I, I'm going to save that until I need it. Right now, I'm I'm kind of coasting along, playing playing lighter teams, and when we get to the part of the schedule where I start playing the tougher teams, I'll I'll have to break those out. Don't think we don't all recognize what you said at the beginning. Of this is a thinly veiled threat. We all get it. Right. I hope, I hope <laughs> Scotty does. I'm just glad I don't have to play 47 Ronin three times this year. It seems like I play you three times every year. Mm. Okay, Joe. Oh, yeah. See, right. now look, he, he's getting into Tim's head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Apparently, after listening last week, it's not that difficult to get in any of your heads. <laughs> look, Joe, man, he really has flipped a switch. It's unbelievable, isn't it? It's a wonderful transformation. And, you know, I think that we're happy that everyone else is getting to see finally the Joe that we all know, right? What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's like Kaiser, you know, you were saying Gigante. He's more like Kaiser Sose, you know, or whatever that guy's name was. That's right. Limping along, underestimated. But then, of course, uh, you know, he's really the master arch criminal. All right, gentlemen. Well, let's uh, go ahead and refill our drinks, and we're going to have a special guest on. So, Scotty, the owner of a mission commission, is going to come on. Apparently, he's had some things to say for a while, and so we finally decided to let him on. Ooh, sound off. Yes, we'll talk to you in a little bit. everybody and we have a special guest tonight we have the omission commission owner scotty scotty it's great to see you tonight how are you i'm fantastic thanks guys for having me on we love having you on this is great you always have a lot of fun uh getting on and calling us on our bullshit and apparently you had an opportunity to listen to the season and you know you've got some things to say so i'm i'm pretty interested in what it was that we were talking about that got you to yelling at your car stereo as you were driving uh, uh, up to Vancouver on your commute. I'm going to call this the season of the soap opera. There's a lot going on behind the scenes and uh, not a lot of baseball. Maybe it's just because we're early in the season, but there seems to be a lot of drama with all of us ladies in the league this year. So, Scotty, I want you to go on record. Yes. I want to hear what you have to say, yeah. uh, and then I'm going to do some follow-up. This is kind of like your sound-off segment, but I'm going to uh, play Morton Downey Jr. here and ask you some follow-up questions. Let's do it. You have the forum, Scott. What do you think about all this bullshit that's going on? You, you called it the soap opera season, and I can't disagree with you. I, I'm curious what a vested uh, member of the league and fan of the podcast has to say about all this. Well, there's been some drama already. You guys addressed it last week. I thought 
the episode prior was really funny because we got into the goon squad and you kind of got off on some tangents that weren't related to the dynamics in the league, but something's going on in our league. I, I love the map, by the way. I saw the map, the screenshot <laughs> of the, the, right. the globe. Right. Uh, it totally makes sense. I was thinking this is like a national league versus an American league. It's morphing into a couple of groups, a couple of tribes, Democrats, Republicans, North, South. Um, there's a group that's talking and a group that's not. And the group that's not talking are still talking amongst themselves. And I guess Jack's the go-between. It seems like there's kind of the haves and have-nots, or that's the feeling that the have-nots have. And I'm, I like being off kind of on my own little space. So I, I think that that's one issue in play at the moment. And I'd like that to get resolved. This is supposed to be good, fun. I think you called it out right at the end of the podcast last time, Tim. It's where a group of guys get together and, and enjoy some time talking with each other and mm-hmm. Yeah, you're either part of the podcast now or not. So I've tried to stay close to the fringe, so I'm not too far from the the center of gravity. But so I'm going to fire some questions your way. Yeah, because you know, and of course, you know, uh, for our listeners out here, Scott is one of the one of Tim's West Coast click sycophants. You know, who just does and thinks whatever Tim tells him to. Sorry, Scott, yes, I'm one of them no. as well. Although I've moved back east. <laughs> And so, uh, you know, you're, you're, you and the Dreamers were the last two expansion teams to join our league. I was the one, I was a few years ahead of you. But tell me, I'd, I'd be curious what your experience was. You know, you and I have known each other for many years, but, you know, we weren't frequent communicators. You knew Tim. Same with uh, the Dreamers, uh, you know, n- known for a long time, Eldon, but I don't think frequent communicators. Tell me about the other guys in the league. Were they reaching out to you, making sure that you were included in prospective trade offers and so forth? No, I did not get a welcome wagon when I joined the league. I think I got a couple of emails when it was announced at the maybe the draft or right before the draft or whenever it was um, when I got connected to everyone. But no, there was no, there was nothing. People threw trades my way initially, and I think I alienated Pops pretty quick because I didn't like anything that he was throwing at me. <laughs> uh, but other than that, Tim was my lifeline to the league, and he was the one trying to educate me. He was bringing me along. like He was like, basically, you need to do some trading. It'll help you meet the other guys. Was he saying it in a way that John Candy was talking to his fellow recruit in Stripes when they were playing poker? Like, you know, Scott, um, you know, yes. this is the type of trade you should make. I'm a gambling guy, but, you know, I'm going to give you these players. And, you know, I think you should trade me back because you made, were you yes, colluding I, with him? No, I wasn't colluding. I do think I was his unwitting minor league team. Oh. I think Tim was setting me up a little bit to be his minor league franchise. Wow. This this just blows the roof off this fucking story. So it maybe it, it maybe lends some validity to, to Chris's <laughs> whiny bitchiness. I would say it's not collusion. It was more like one man racketeering on Tim's part. Okay. <laughs> because I look at my roster now, and everybody that I thought I accumulated over the last couple seasons has now morphed back to Tim's roster, and just trying to throw him under the bus. Whoa! Alone. So Tim's a Sven Golly of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. Scotty, I just basically, I ended up overpaying for all those trades. Like, you're trying to make it sound like I'm in control of this, when in reality, you're the one that has a better record, you have uh, more total points, and you continue to win every trade that we have. I just wait for you to get worried about all of your jinx, and then I I sit idly by and ask you if you're ready to unload someone. (laughs) You do know that Harper is a cursed player, right? Like, that... Well, fact- he was with you, but I think when you trade him, I'm like the Yankees to your Red Sox, right? When you send somebody my way, I have confidence that they will bounce back. So this is going to be a career year for Harper. It's contract year. He's got to 
He's going to rock it this year. Is it a contract you're on your team as well? If he does not rock it for you, are you moving him? Well, if you do, just make sure to call Chris, call Mikey. <laughs> but I wouldn't bother with LJ. I don't think he responds. So Now, I just thought of this uh, literally just at this moment, and I don't know if these folks would be interested or be any value, but what about Tim uh, actively trying to get one of the non-bullshit uh, farm system buddy-buddy guys to be the commissioner? I, I don't think anybody wants it. <laughs> it's a mm. fucking shitty job. It's a big pain in the ass, frankly. Or maybe um, to be the vice commissioner and not have the, the grind and the work and responsibility that you have or Joe or Jack had, but at least be somebody who, I don't know what, you know, I don't know what their their role would be, more like a vice president who's officially powerless, I guess. I'm just, I guess I'm just saying invite somebody else into the oligarchy, you know, but you know, probably nobody wants to be. Yeah, no, I, I think this is much more about um, uh, people connecting or not connecting. And what's interesting is Jack and I are the only ones that know. Well, I'm the, I'm actually the only one who knows everybody in the league, I guess, and has spent time in the same physical space as uh, with everybody in the league. Um, so that's pretty interesting. So, uh, but I think the league is awesome. I think the league's competitive. I think that um, it's great that we have some people that care enough to, Freaking get pissed off if Joe throws a grenade into the room. You know what I mean? And let's face it, it was Joe that started this whole fucking thing with his comment anyway. All I wanted to do was make my team better. <laughs> and like I said last week, to this day, I haven't, uh, nobody's offered me a pitching staff. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't think, I, when I read your comment, I wasn't like, oh, great, Joe needs a pitching staff. Like that, I didn't, I didn't read that. Well, before. that sounds like a perception problem. <laughs> No, I, no, Joe, I think if anybody believed anything other than Tim is saying, which I concur with completely, it would be a perception problem. But when when it's 100% unanimous that you just sounded like a dick, then it's not a perception problem, buddy. Sorry. It's a dick problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, no, it's like, oh, geez, I, I'm so exhausted from, uh, you know, winning every week, wearing on me. <laughs> I know it's getting a little ridiculous, Joe. I know what the problem is. You're stacked, so even if you have a shitty week, actually, let me rearrange that. Whoever you're playing has to have the best week in order to beat your team, no matter how well your team is playing. Right, right. Yeah, and and I mean, uh, the teams that were like that last year, neither one of them won. Joe's like a figurative Satchel Page, you know, the old legend of Satchel Page, where jangling the juices. He, he was so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> that he would have like his outfielders take a seat, you know, like, boy, sit on. Don't worry. This motherfucker's not going to get hit. I, I can't wait boy, to hear how, sit, sit on, how you guys down. respond when my team loses a couple. I just cannot wait for that day. Uh, nice We're try. praying for it. We, we don't believe you think that's going to happen. Don't yeah. even fucking second try to con us into thinking that you think that's going to happen. You evil I think I have a good team. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with the way my team is playing. I'm not going to apologize for that. Obviously. So let's talk about uh, Mission Commission. Let's go through the team. So uh, Scotty's got a, a, a stacked team, too. It's really interesting how he's trying to put everybody's attention on other teams. He's got Zanino at catcher, a good young catcher up in Seattle. He's got Hanley Ramirez, who is uh, having uh, quite the resurgence this year, and he stepped in for the injured Will Myers this week at first base. He's got Dozier, the power-hitting second baseman. He's got Shaw, the underrated third baseman in Milwaukee. He's got uh, Taylor. The, uh, uh, let's see, he's uh, playing short now, right, for L.A.? And in his mid middle uh, infield spot, he's got uh, Pollock of Arizona. He's got Judge of the Yankees. He's got Harper, and then Marcus Simeon's probably the weakest player 
He's got the Diamondbacks pitching staff. I mean, this is a team that gets a couple of injuries. He can put in Real Muto in at catch-up position. He can put in five-point fam. Scotty, you could almost feel the starting team in this league that would beat most other teams outside of Joe's with Bird, Myers, Scope, Rendon, and Bogarts just came off the IR, and Justin Turner. I've had a whole roster. Yeah. An entire, I've had to move people around or not put them on IR because I've had so many injuries. I've yeah. had more than eight injuries almost every week. Scott, I'm curious. You, you, you're, you're a dedicated listener, and you've heard us all, and we've even brought in the pseudo scout to talk about our predictions for the league. And I'm curious if you've taken our lack of predicting you as a real contender, as a personal slight, uh, and if that just fuels your team's fire. I certainly don't take it as a slight. It's just a subjective analysis, right? It's nothing personal. I, you know, I Scott, it would be a lot more like, interesting for the podcast if you did take it as a slight, though. I'm just saying. Guys are really pissing me off. Can I you can you try awesome. to take it as a can you try to take it as a slight? <laughs> all of you, my team is awesome. They should be number two. They are number two in the power ranking. Yeah. Well, listen are. to this guy. How obnoxious, boy! Chris is not going to like the sound of that. I can tell you that. <laughs> Yeah, Mission Commission, uh, if you look at total points scored, they are, um, well, actually, Scotty, this week you just moved behind a team called the 47 Ronin, like three-tenths of a point. <laughs> oh, you mean the team I beat last week? <laughs> yeah, the team you beat uh, early in the season. Yes, that's the team. That very that very team. But now that I've traded Harper, uh, the curse is gone, and so I'm hoping my, my team's luck will return. Yeah, Harper, not a huge week this week, but. He's he's gonna shake off your curse and do well on the OC. I mean, you you move to three and one. You are in the big boy division. You're right there behind Reardon Metal. Joe has said publicly and privately your team scares the shit out of him. At, at first, it sounds like he's just trying to. It's a red herring. He's trying to get us off this trail, but in reality, I could see why he would be nervous. And he has yeah, a better well, than I do. I, I think yes, if does, you have yeah. a couple of key players go down and. Mm-hmm. Somebody falls out of the Yankee pitching staff. I'm, or I'm right there with you. But yep. head to head, no injuries. There's no way to compete with Joe this year. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing is, is it's baseball, right? There, there absolutely will be injuries. Yeah, you can guarantee it. You know, I think every team that has won the World Series in this league has always had the ability to either make that great pickup and uh, put a player on their team that makes a difference, and or has the bench to to weather the storm. Yeah, I, I think that. If Joe's team wasn't where it is, I would make a hardcore run this year. Like I would be probably even more aggressive in my trading. And I've been aggressive in my trading. I think I've traded four or five of my key prospects for some frontline talent in Myers and, mm-hmm. uh, and in, uh, uh, sorry, in Xander. Xander. Right. And of course, Bryce Harper. You know, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to bolster. I'm trying to do it and still stay true to my ethos, which is stay young. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that, the one of the primary reasons for staying young is to try and avoid some of those injuries. But you know that was the risk I took with Harper. That guy will run his head into a into a wall if he thinks he's going to make a catch. So I don't know if that was the smartest trade because he's young, but he gets hurt. So um, I, I think I'm I'm making riskier moves with my roster in order to compete. And unlike Greg and Jack, I might not be making the smartest moves, kind of playing long ball. I'm kind of playing mid ball right now, which is, I feel like I'm a little bit That's on quicksand. Cla- classic Scotty, right? You're, you're yeah. never going to go too far this way or that way. You're just going to, 
<laughs> I was playing long ball or young team, as I think of it, for a long time, and I started winning. And now I'm, you know, I'm chasing being in the World Series this year. So how do I get back there? But I don't know if I could trade anything to be able to be trade for anything to be able to beat Joe. I don't I don't know if that's possible. Uh, I think you could easily do it. <laughs> what What's interesting is is not only are you playing against Joe, but in essence you're playing against me and Eldon and Dusty. Sure. Yep. Right. Yeah. Because um, you know it's the wild card, right? We're we're all looking up. That's what I'm playing for. Yeah. Scotty, let me ask you: Has listening to the podcast changed the way you play fantasy sports? In other words, um, mm-hmm. uh, on hearing us talk through all this bullshit, um, has it changed the way you 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 approach the game and at least in this league has it helped you uh, find some of the success that you've been finding uh, in in pretty short period of time i don't know if it's helped me with my success but it certainly made me aware of what you all are doing and that has at some level i'm sure informed some of the decisions that i'm making uh, i do appreciate you guys talking through what you're trying to do and as you build or rebuild or mm-hmm. Um, tear down a team, what thinking process you're going through. That's very informative to me. And I'm a newer fantasy sports guy. I am not, I have not been doing this for 20 years. I've been doing it for four or five years now. Mm-hmm. And I was new when I came to the league. I played kind of the random football pool. I'd never played fantasy baseball before. So it's been very helpful. Yes. it's it, And it's, it's stoked my interest on an ongoing basis during the season. I think that's been a key thing for me. And it's really, well, Scott, it's really fucking entertaining too, right? Yeah, yeah you, entertaining. Okay, you you may be new to fantasy sports, but you're you're doing extremely well, right? And you're also coining phrases like a veteran. I mean, last <laughs> year it was slow play. This year it's not just long ball; it's mid ball. Mid ball. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna mid ball you fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> my 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 primary care physician in high school told me, yeah, Greg, you've mid ball. You know, you need you need, you need to work on that." And you know what? I was around for favorable randomness. Yes. I was part of that conversation. Yeah, that, See, I was just yeah. Say, yeah, yeah. I mean, because I'm Irish it, and I make shit up. Yeah. If we calculated like uh, you know uh, phrases coined per year playing fantasy sports, you're a fucking future Hall of Famer, my friend. That's <laughs> Scott's following the mid ball strategy. <laughs> I'm not playing small ball. I'm not playing it, long ball. No, it's I'm not long ball for short. Short game. Isn't that just you know a what? Corn out, right? Isn't that just a- <laughs> Scott, if I if I may say, and I say this with all sincerity, you're a mid ball wizard. <laughs> mid ball oh, wizard. That is a classic that's that's classic name of the of MBW. Podcast. They play this in the gulag to punish the people, the political prisoners in Russia. That's what I hear. <laughs> At least we have a good sense of, you know, how we actually sound, right? we there is no ego when it comes to what this podcast is. So you, you dropped a statistic on me a couple of weeks ago that we were the most listened to fantasy baseball podcast, starting with the letter A. Was that correct? Well, first of all, <laughs> we, no, we, we were drinking and I was trying that out before I used it on the podcast. Um, I was, uh, I said, we are the, we are the highest rated dynasty fantasy baseball podcast that starts with the letter A. And, uh, <laughs> So, you know, I think I think people laughed and joked about, you know, got it that it was a total joke. Even though our downloads are going up, like there's some crazy mother, just crazy people out there listening to this podcast. I don't know what on earth they're thinking. But we hope they continue. 
No, but thank you for for laughing at it when we were drunk by the fire pit, Scotty, because um, it actually made it into the podcast. You're a great test group. Great. Hey, Scott, can I go off topic for a minute? Yes. Uh, I'd like to hear. So uh, Scott's a Washington Capitals fan, as a, and as our legions of fan know, I'm a Pittsburgh sports guy, and our two clubs are playing in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs today. Did I say club? The Stanley Cup just playoffs start today. Start over again. I'll just edit One, it. two, three. Uh, <laughs> so Scott, I wanted to ask you something off topic. Uh, we're both hockey fans. You're a Caps fan. I'm a Pens fan. Uh, they, the Caps tied the series up one-to-one today. What's your mindset? What are you? What's your gut telling you? Uh, does that bode well for your team? Is this the year they finally kind of, uh, you know, match their regular season expectations? All I all I know for this playoff series is I turned on the game in the third period the other night, and the Caps were up, I think, three to one. And within five minutes, and it was in the third period, the the Pens had tied it up, and I knew, and I think they they went ahead either three to two or or four to three, and I was I was like. Crap, here we go again. It's the pens taking down the caps, and the caps can't do it. It's they've got they've got a floopy on the capitals and wishing the caps were in the Western Conference right now. New term alert. Floopy? Is that floopy. Floopy. I've never heard that. It's a, like a hex, like a floopy on you. Is that so a, you're really? you're you're not optimistic that I mean it's tied up one one you but I mean honestly like I, I know as a sports fan as mu- as much as I will always say you know our, we're going to win I believe in our team when the Steelers play the Patriots uh, you know I have serious concerns going into those games I don't have good feelings I wish that's how I am yes yeah, I wish we could not play the Patriots the the two sport issues I have are the Caps and the Penguins I have no faith that the Caps can beat the Pens in any series. And the Orioles and the Yankees, it's just not going to happen. They can't win. Definitely. Uh, yeah. I feel fortunate being a Penguins fan, you know, having had uh, Mario and then, you know, Crosby, not to mention Malkin, you know, so it's, uh, it's, been, it's been fun. It's, it's great for a fan for sure. And I love to see a mid-market level, te- uh, mid-level market team, excuse me. Mid wait, wait, Scotty, Scotty, one, two, three, go ahead. And I love to see a mid-level market team crush it year in and year out. It's just great to have Pittsburgh, which can't make it happen maybe in baseball, but they can make it happen in <laughs> hockey True. and football. I just it, it's amazing. This right? is, this is Scotty again. Like, is this an insult? Is this a compliment? Mid-level market. Mid-level markets. I get it why Boston and New York and other markets can win. They've got dollars. They've got fan support. People want to go there. But I love it when a Pittsburgh can rise up and lead a sport. It's the whole salary cap thing, the absence of the salary cap in baseball. Yeah, but as a libertarian, I'm sure you're you're loving the fact that there is no salary cap in the the libertarian world that is the MLB. I mean, if uh, if I was a have, that's the way I'd want to keep it, for sure. I get it. But we're a mid puck. I mean, a mid mid sized town. But you're not playing mid ball. No, we're not. All right, team. Well, blah, blah, blah. all right, guys. Let's go ahead. One, and... two, three. <laughs> <laughs> all right, team. Uh, let's go ahead. Uh, what, why am I calling you guys team? Because we're a team, Tim. <laughs> we're your bullshit buddy buddy farm team. Buddy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
Oh, Lord. Okay. Well, uh, gentlemen, let's go ahead and refill our drinks, and we're going to come back, and we have uh, we have uh, another special guest that will be joining us. So, uh, Scotty, I hope you can stay, and we'll talk to you soon. I, I can. All right. Nation, we do have a special guest on the call. It is the beautiful Bella, my wife. She wondered what the hell we've been doing for the last 36 Sunday nights that I'm recording this uh, crazy podcast. And so I said, why don't you come on? Um, uh, Bella, you want to say hello to Bacher Nation? Hello, Bacher Nation. Happy to be here. My wife is a wonderful person. I think you all may remember, if you're a longtime listener, when uh, many of these gentlemen that are on this call right now got in my face because of Tammy's adherence to some strange rules of cornhole. Obviously, they're a big fan of Tammy's, but she's also a big baseball fan. And one of the things that I've really enjoyed about the way she looks at baseball is that she sees things that I've never seen because I've been playing and watching the game since I was so young. There are things I just missed, and I thought it'd be great to have her talk about some of her favorite baseball players and baseball experiences. So I'm sure it'll be as entertaining for all of you as it is for me. Um, That's quite an introduction, sweetie. Don't you guys think he's in trouble or something for all of those wonderful accolades he was heaping on me? Well, the, the one thing I found ironic is that he was talking about your adherence to the rules of cornhole, which we all ran to your defense about. But uh, I guess Tim doesn't believe in the competitive spirit clause as it relates to cornhole. Do you don't? <laughs> I was just playing a little mid ball or mid sack, yeah. I guess you'd call. In, uh, <laughs> yeah. Greg, I appreciate you pointing out that I was following the rules. You know, Bacher Nation knows all about that. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Well, let me tell you, first of all, I had to get on Skype to join this podcast this evening. And seriously, I think it's easier to break into my bank account on my iPhone than it was for me to <laughs> upload the new version of Skype. It was ridiculous. Uh, secondly, I was told I needed a pair of earbuds that had a little microphone on it. So I dug through the third drawer down junk drawer with all the chargers and cords and found <laughs> the two pair of washing machine tangled earbuds that were available. And it would have been easier easier for me to unpack my enormous bin of Christmas lights than it was detangling these two ridiculous earbuds. Well, we're glad you did that and you were able to make it onto the podcast. Tell us about your first baseball experience, Bella. Um, My first Major League Baseball game, uh, we lived in Tampa at the time and I didn't really have a team of my own and thought, Oh, they're the home team. You know, I'll I'll be a Devil Rays fan. So I was all excited, pretty pumped to go see my first MLB game. 
And um, the experience was beyond horrific. We, of course, were in the cheap seats and the people behind us were drunk and spilling beer down my back and all over my bag. And uh, I don't know if they purchased the turf fields from a Home Depot, but that was about the most pathetically disgusting baseball field I've ever seen. It was gross. So that was a one and done for me. Well, I, I will say that we did see Cal Ripken hit his 500th home run that day. Cal. Oh, that's cool. There is an Orioles fan on the call. Well, who isn't a Cal Ripken fan? You gotta love a guy who sticks with the team forever and a day. Absolutely. And we did have a chicken dinner before we went to the field. That's what I was going to ask. Was Wade Boggs, Wade on, Boggs, was, Wade, Wade yeah. Boggs was on the field? So, Bella and I did see Wade Boggs play. Chicken cordon bleu. That's, <laughs> That's what we had. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Baked chicken with roasted potatoes. I chicken think. scallopini uh, for me, please. So, basically, Bella, you were like, screw that. I am not going to be a Devil Rays fan, right? Yeah, I was completely done. At that time, I thought, let her be a Devil Rays fan because they'll probably win the World Series before the Red Sox. That was a fair statement at the time. Again, another prediction I was wrong on, right? Exactly. I, I was actually waiting to hear that the sloppy drunks behind you was, and that's how we met the Benignos, you know, but I guess not. <laughs> but I guess not. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, we, already, we already knew the Benignos then. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know. Machados, that's another story, but no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No. Well, then we went to Boston and were able to get tickets to the Red Sox. Something about being in Fenway Park really changed the way I felt about baseball. And really, I, I, my love for baseball grew exponentially. I just felt like I was sitting somewhere and watching people play baseball where everyone who was ever great and who ever did anything in baseball had played. It was fabulous. Your Fenway Franks, get your Fenway Franks and big old Tonky Mo Vaughn, at, you know, getting ready to bat and someone behind me saying, yo, down front, sit down, Mo's up. It was just hilarious. The whole thing was great. The fans were great. The, the seats were incredibly tiny and I'm not a very big person. So even that, I was like, wow, it's almost like the Fenway Park weight loss program. I don't know if you're going to fit into those seats. You better watch what you eat. But being at Fenway Park was awesome. I So I am absolutely a Red Sox girl forever well can you can you guys tell me tim and tammy like what era was that like what players were on the team then so move on was that what i heard yeah it was 19 years ago move on garcia para oh, oh my god garcia he was para. awesome can we talk about garcia para yeah he was that awesome. awesome you know people have their little things that you do before you get ready i don't know before you leave the house you check for your keys your wallet your phone your all that but oh my gosh no more up at plate with the whole glove thing the the hat the touching the tipping of the shoes Pedro Martinez was he on the? Yeah, oh yeah, now? yes. Mm-hmm. He was. Grady Little was our manager, right? Uh, Grady Little was the manager at that time. Yes. Grady. Uh, That's he who should not be named. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> who left Pedro in at a ridiculously? Uh, we don't need to talk about that evening. <laughs> that, that's when. That's when Tammy became a true Red Sox fan right there. So <laughs> Yes, it is. Yes. The next day, I think I had, um, oh, not the next day. Like, after that evening, I was in the mall with a double stroller and two little boys, and I ran into this old guy with his socks hat on, and I said, hey, how are you? And he said, fine. I said, you know, just uh-huh. doing my part to create more fans. And he's like, look, sister, we don't need new fans. We need more wins. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's a Red Sox fan. Typical classy Sox fan. Hey, man, calls it like it is. So uh, who likes a good umpire call? With a badass like leg kick, the whole sideways arm action. Those are awesome. <laughs> are we into your list now, Tammy? Is this the list? <clears throat> These are my things I love about baseball. Like, Let's do I it. love a good umpire call. I love someone who's 
emotive and jacked up and really into it. I totally dig it. Uh, what's another thing I love about baseball? I love when you're watching baseball and you see a, a great hit, yet you still see the catcher's mitt close. Like, even though there's no ball, it's such an automatic thing that I, like he catches every time, even though there's not a ball to catch. It's pretty. Have you ever noticed that? I, I noticed that uh, Greg has a similar tick. Every time someone ends a sentence, he has to say something. No. Same thing. Even if it's not appropriate, he'll just, like a catcher catching that imaginary ball. But Greg has so many funny things to add. I really appreciate that he adds See, Tim, I've touched a nerve when I, and I said, a oh, typical classy Sox fan. But, uh, you know, so I touched a nerve with Tim there. So he has to go on the attack now. It's fine. It's fine. I appreciate that you didn't go there previously. Thank yeah. you, Greg. You're welcome. I'm curious how you felt when Tim traded Mookie Betts to me. How I felt? Yeah. Um, I had no feelings for that particular situation. I I think Mookie's a good name. I, is he a great player? Yeah, he's a pretty damn good player. Uh, but that's okay, Scott. Can well, we cut that? What did you get in return yeah. for him, Tim? Uh, I got my a broken trap. heart, some losses. Yeah. I don't know what. He, he got a fish head. I got more gray hair. That's what he got. I got Mike Trout. <laughs> Who's the best player? Well, he's the best baseball player alive. You traded a, a Mookie for a trout. It sounds like a, a Southern Fried <laughs> restaurant menu. I have a question for Tammy. Tammy, do you hate Bill Buckner? Um, I feel sorry for Bill Buckner. I feel like Me too. Yeah, I do too. That's kind of a crappy thing that you're remembered for an error that your whole life is constantly played over and over again. I mean, I've made some mistakes in my life. Thank God there's not a highlight reel of him that everyone continually plays. That would he, was a, he was a great player and a good fielder, too. I do feel bad. Hey, did you guys know that I played softball? You're going to love this because it was a different time when we were kids. I played for Paps Blue Ribbon. We were Paps Rascals. <laughs> I was in the seventh grade in Columbus, Nebraska. There's, it's so wrong. And I played shortstop and catcher with a borrowed glove because I didn't own my own glove. Cool. It was fun. It's a lot of fun. She's also a switch hitter. Yes. Pretty good, actually. At both. <laughs> Why was that funny, Scotty? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, speaking of that, I asked once if you are a switch hitter, can you switch at the same at bat? Is that legal in baseball? Yes. If, if, yes. Oh, so you can you can start out righty and then just mm -hmm. change your mind and go to the other side of the plate. Yeah, there was a dude a couple of years ago um, who was ambidextrous as a pitcher, and so he could pitch from either side of the plate. I mean, he could pitch from using either hand. And uh, there there was one comical incident where a switch hitter they kept like switching sides and you know trying to outdo. Okay, that would be fun. All right, uh, ambidextrous pitcher. What a badass! Did, yeah, is he good. No, not really, yeah, unfortunately. That's too bad. He yeah. <laughs> was, yeah, more of a, a novelty. Yeah. So who are some of your favorite players, Bella? Who do, who do you, uh, when you think about the game of baseball, who do you like? Pudge Rodriguez is my favorite player. Hmm. That's a great choice. I don't know why. That guy has a smile that lasts for days, and I think that's probably it. <laughs> He's got more thighs than a bucket of chicken. I don't even know how he walks. <laughs> like, his legs are gigantic. All that squatting. But I, I don't know. He's just, I think he's a, a good-hearted, hard-working. Yeah, I like him. I like him a lot. I honestly, it sounds mean, but I, I like the big units specifically because of that nickname, 
Doesn't every guy in the whole world wish their nickname was the cutest? <laughs> it's no mid-ball wizard, but it's no mid <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of Poppy, Big Poppy. I love him. I think we saw him hit his 500th hit at um, at the Oriole at Oriole Stadium at Cam at Camden Yard. Is that right, Tim? I I I know he hit a home run close to it. I I don't think it was his 500th, but it was pretty close. Um, yeah, I love him. He's great. He might I have hit like 498 or 499. I have to go back and look, but I do remember he hit a pretty pretty significant home run when we were at Orioles Park for sure. Which I mean, having living in between D.C. and, and Baltimore, we we went to a lot of Baltimore games. It was a pretty easy ticket to get. Sorry, Scotty, really but beautiful park. It's yeah, it, it's the Camden, yeah, I've been there. yeah, it's 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 my favorite park to see a baseball game in. And frankly, um, uh, out, well, outside of Fenway, like if I'm away from Fenway, Camden Yards and um, uh, the uh, PNC, yeah, Park. yeah. Uh, PNC. I actually don't like the Nationals Stadium. I. I did have a, a a drunken rainout night there with Scotty, right? I don't think did the game ever start, or did we just get hammered? It was the last. It was the last home game of maybe the first or second season. Yeah, and the rain started before the first pitch and never stopped. And they didn't want to call it because it was the last game, so they postponed the game for. I don't know. It was ridiculous. It was, it was like three hours or something. We sat there in the rain and drank beer, and they never started. Oh, that sounds like Oregon baseball. It felt like it. <laughs> That's right. Beer and rain. You know, I, I, I think I like uh, another thing I like about baseball is that it really being at a baseball game provides you such a beautiful opportunity to kind of sappy. I don't mean to sap up your awesome podcast, but just to be able to sit and visit with someone for that length of time, it's it's like fishing. You know, it gives you that opportunity to have stupid, ridiculous, funny conversations or deeply profound, wonderful conversations. I love it. It's fun. It's a good time. Now that my kid is getting ready to graduate high school. He's an awesome lacrosse player. I'm wishing that <laughs> wishing that a lacrosse game lasted for the painful length of time a baseball game does because I could just see him play that much more. Oh, I like I like the patterns on baseball fields that the the lawn crew <laughs> worked so hard to put together. I think that that's an, a very underrated item of uh, baseball. Yep. Yeah. Is there an award for that? Is there an award for that? I'm not kidding. Uh, there should be. It's kind of like making the best cappuccino foam in your area, right? Yeah, like, yeah, should totally be an award. Let's start that. I think the award is they get to keep their job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Do they at least get free tickets to the game? You would hope. I uh, I think they're. I think they have to be there to kind of patch up the field after the game. So yeah, I think they're there, but then they have to work after the game. I like the seven inning stretch. Everyone knows that song, right? That's a pretty universal fun song. I think my kids knew that song before they knew the alphabet. <laughs> That's great. I'm a good mother of boys. <laughs> um, so it's, for Tammy, it's the music, it's the <laughs> smiles, yes. it's the thighs, yes, it's the painful length, and it's the uh, it's the uh, landscaping. And the awesome, <laughs> I, I I I like the ump calls. That has oh to yeah, be the ump calls. One. Sorry, sorry about that. I love you guys. I love that you guys love baseball and I get to hear you guys well, that laugh. Is, that is what's beautiful about baseball. There's so much it, you know, it, it I like the the pace of baseball. It, it gives you time to observe many things. That's good. It's great that way. I also One, like the tit for tat in baseball. I like the tit for tat. Someone hit a Sox player and after the game, they were interviewing uh, Pedro Martinez some years ago. 
said, so why didn't you hit him? And Pedro said, oh, listen, if I want to hit him, I will hit him. <laughs> he was like, right on his Oh, if I wanted to hit him, I would hit him. It was uh, really good. Pedro was nasty. He's a man. He was great. He was great. So, How, uh, I like that steroids aren't a big part of baseball anymore. That's kind of cheating. Thoughts? Joe, Joe where, thinks, was, where was Tim with his competitive clause when all that was going on? So, <laughs> so Joe actually just th- we thinks that we are in the new PED era. We just don't know it yet. That's that's what Joe said. But you know, Joe is always looking at the sunshiny side, and uh, you know, it's all Joe's good. probably right. He lived under the radar for a long time. He probably knows a lot more about stuff than we do. <laughs> <laughs> so I met. Joe, because Joe's wife was friends with Tammy when I met. So that's how I met Joe um, through Tammy. So I'm super pumped. About have, that. have we ever told the story about how I thought you were a drug dealer the first time I met you? Uh, one, Tim or Tammy? Two, three. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. That's good. Really good. So as you as you look at the four of us, Bella, um, could you rank oh us by our teams? Like who has the best team, the second best team, the third best team, and the fourth best team? Uh, here's my response to that. Um, I have listened to a few podcasts, and I listened to one not long ago that I thought was a little more aggressive than it should have been, and I didn't like it. We told Greg to calm it down. It's okay. I took care of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I uh, I think that what you guys do is super fun. I can't believe the joy that you derive out of all of those stats and making that happen. But, no, I, I couldn't rank you guys. I, I can do just that. Just take a guess. Well, just, just, oh, go ahead, Greg. Like, who has the saying. best players? I think it's Joe. I think Joe has the winning team, right? I think Joe's stacked heavily to win. Right. And then who who's who's the next best team behind him? That's you you, you got the hang. Right. Uh no. Where does Jack land? Uh just out of the four of us. Who's next? Scotty. Yeah. And then who's next? You. Yeah. All right. Good job. Ding 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 ding. You win. But she's awesome. also right. If she was gonna if she was gonna write rate us on something about baseball that matters to her. It would be landscaping, and Joe would win that as well. <laughs> Why? Who's your landscaping crew? I know you guys have a oh. pitching team. Who's your landscaping? Oh, no, Joe's the landscape guy. Yard that looks like Sib Hashian. <laughs> you guys are. Uh, no, that's true. <laughs> I love that baseball brings you together. That's my favorite thing about baseball. That I hear Tim belly laughing every Sunday, and I really don't ever hear him do that other than on Sunday night. It's probably my favorite thing about baseball. But you guys have this. This is what I love about baseball. It's either belly guys, laughing or really hard crying. It's one of the two. Or, or, or maybe a, a, heaving, a heaving tears. <laughs> right. <laughs> there is a cost, Tammy. There is a cost. <laughs> Tammy, we need you to cut some promos for our bulk or beer commercial and, and do some of Balk your voiceover work. <laughs> wait, wait. Bella, you can't talk when someone else is talking because it's only one key. So this was a rule I wasn't aware of. Yeah, I know you're an enthusiaptor. I get that, but okay. So I'm going to ask. <laughs> no, Greg, I was just saying. There's another one, term. Two, 
Bree, Tammy, <laughs> you should cut some uh, promos for our Balker beer commercials and, and also do some voiceover work like you did last year. That was awesome. I miss that. We need more of that, honestly. Thank you. I would love to do that. Thank you, Greg. I actually, when we were riding around in the car a couple weeks ago, I said, you know what? We should do another commercial. That commercial was so much fun. I said, we should do a, we should do a Balker beer commercial. And I said, I don't know. What would it be? It could be something like, Brought to you by Bucker Beer, where everyone advances. So that might be my first one. I love you guys. This was fun. Thank you. Thank you. So I'll be working on some commercial work this week. I'll be putting a few things together for you guys. Well, Bella, thank you so much. I'm so glad you came on. Uh, thanks for sharing those stories. And that uh, I love you. And thanks for being a part of this. You guys are sweet. Thanks for having me. I love all of you. I'm lucky to have you in my life. Have fun, you guys. Hey, and good luck, y'all. And no matter who wins, I would expect a little shopping money out of that from whoever it falls into. <laughs> you that would have to be me. That's, that's I can say that. Burn. You know, that's absolutely a great idea. <laughs> I know I'm not going to win. If nothing else, some Bacher beer. You got it. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye Tammy. Bye. Love you. Well, boys, it's been wonderful seeing you. Thanks again. Uh, really appreciate it. We missed Jack. We were we were so happy to have. Uh, the Midball Wizard on, a uh, special guest, and then also having Bella join. I thought that was great. Joe took no, two people to replace him. Took two people to replace him. That's right. Although, uh, let's be, you know, Midball Wizard is the only guest that is actually co hosted. So he does have co hosting credits. And there actually, on, on the one he co hosted, uh, if you actually look at the information, he is actually given credit. So when we go big time, and we're cashing the big checks, Scotty will get a little bit of that. There you go. We pressed him into service, actually. Um, it was uh, who? I, I, it was Greg, you, and me, right? I think Joe and Jack were off that week. Uh, it might, that was last season. Yeah, yeah. last season. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, it was I just that. a trio of us. Yeah, so we, we, we pressed him in. So, And, you know, like any good, you know, super utility guy, he came in and, and did well and helped us get the win. It was a good, sure. good cast. Yeah, keep a uh, nice win this week. Thank you for keeping uh, St. Low Cash in check. I appreciate that. <laughs> I was excited to take him down. It was awesome. It was pretty close. It was pretty close. So, Joe, congratulations on a good win. Midball Wizard, congratulations on a good win. Uh, Greg, you know. I I'm mean, not the worst. You know, <laughs> <That's all. laughs> congratulations on not being the worst. Right. <laughs> yep, there are two Thanks. teams that are, there are two 0-3 teams now, right? We have there one undefeated go. and... Two zero and fours. Two zero and fours. I'm sorry. Two zero and 4s So two no defeated. I mean two. The uh, two. One two one three. two three. Two winless. There you go. Hello. How am I going to cut all that out? Like that's going to have to stay in there, Scott. Don't have sorry. To. sorry. It's going to have to stay in there. Um, or maybe. But I'm, next time, next time I come on, it'll be three, two, one. I promise. <laughs> maybe I put it on the on the. Uh, I'll do the uh, the cold open with that. And then when they hear us say it 16 times throughout the episode, it'll be like, uh, keep coming back. It's like a cancer. It just kind of spread through the show tonight. <laughs> That's how it works. That's yeah. how it works on Atlas Box. It pretty much just happens uh, organically. Here, I, th- I think I thought of another great song for, uh, for the for so I can get midball. Here. No, for, yeah, but not for midball. Okay. Just for, see if the, hold on. That's, can you hear that? Wait, that's that's just a commercial on YouTube, sorry. <laughs> this is gripping radio looking at Greg. 
hold his phone up with nothing coming out. <laughs> to a microphone, yeah. Can you hear that? No. Hold on one second. Just give me one second. Dude, I swear to God, he is the mix between Andy Rooney and Andy Kaufman. Like, you just don't know <laughs> what's a There's joke. There's no way it's going to live up to the build-up now. But. Tim just called you a mix between Andy Rooney and Andy Kaufman. Billy Joel. There was saying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should just mix that in right when he says that, right? And just, uh, yeah, one, two, one, two, three. And I just cut it. Yeah. Every, and I'm right, sorry, like 16 sorry. times throughout the whole episode. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Just randomly drop uh, it in. Like, let, let Scott say one and then have Billy Joel go, one, two, three, four. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Oh, that's great. Sorry, fellas. Sorry. That's wonderful. No, I love it. I welcome it. All All right, right, boys. Well, uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for being a part of this. Uh, It's it's so great spending these times with you. Really appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you real soon. Have a good night, guys. Have a good night. Night, guys. Night, fellas.
If you do embarrass yourself, you're not going to be able to show your face in Stuttgart because that's where the bulk of our listeners are. <laughs> I thought okay, it was I'm Guantanamo. Good. I'm good. <laughs> and uh, if you make a mistake, you can always tell me. Wait, wait. One, two, Just three. go one, two, one, three. One, two, three. That's what I do. <laughs> do I say that before I tell him I made a no, mistake? No, or? please don't. Keep going. It was just uh, we'd never had anybody in the previous 34 episodes ever just stop and say, wait, wait, one, two, three, <laughs> until Scotty, um, his guy did it. <laughs> you shouldn't give him too much shit. It actually probably helps make your job easier. Uh, it's easy uh, I'm to- waiting for him to look off to the light and be like, line, line. <laughs> and, then, and then the cue card, will, like, you see the edge of the cue card move into the, the shot there. <laughs> Roll that back. <laughs> I want them to fix the teleprompter for me. <laughs> okay. I'm going to start talking. All right. Hold on. So, one second. first of all, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Well, you, to... wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. One, wait. Is that what you're looking for? That was perfect. We've created a monster. Oh, my gosh. Uh, no, I have, to, I have to welcome everyone back from the break. And then I have to introduce you and say hello. Oh, totally stepped in it tonight. 